Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, Brian Grin here. And today I want to discuss five tips to get the most out of intermittent fasting. Before I go into those five tips, I just want to discuss some of the hormonal benefits and adaptations that come with fasting and that make it, I believe, more effective than just counting calories. Um, and one of those is being able to lower insulin levels. Obviously, fasting is the quickest and most and the easiest way to get your insulin levels down in a safe manner. And you do this for long enough and your body starts to adapt. And what it starts to do is learn to use its own fat stores for energy, as opposed to just, you know, when you're snacking all day, whether, whatever you're eating, it, it gets used to just bringing in and becoming like a sugar burner as opposed to a fat burner. So, um, getting our insulin levels down is huge and you're going to improve your insulin sensitivity, make, make you more metabolically flexible. And that is one of the main reasons I love fasting. Another one is, you know, your growth hormones. It obviously growth hormone secretion decreases steadily with age. Um, and one of the more potent stimuli to, to getting growth hormone up is through fasting. There's been some long-term studies done on intermittent fasting, proving that this fasting strategy can be four times more effective at preserving lean mass, uh, compared to some just calorie restriction. And another hormonal benefit I like is noradrenaline levels are increased. So we have plenty of energy. A lot of times people think, oh, if I fast, I'm not going to have any energy. And once you, once you get used to it and it becomes part of your life, actually you realize that you have more energy and your body doesn't have to spend time digesting foods. Um, and there's been some studies showing that, that, you know, 48 hours of fasting actually proved an increase in your metabolic rate. So you're not getting this metabolic shutdown when you're fasting. Think about it, um, you know, ancestrally, when we were hunter and gather, hunting and gathering, we needed that energy to go find our next meal. And so it would not make sense if we, 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 we sort of had this shutdown. And uh, I'm sure you all know how it feels after you have like um, a Thanksgiving meal and everyone's falling asleep on the couch. So it, evolutionary wise, um, and it, um, our ancestors needed that energy. And that's what happens when you start getting used to fasting and you make it a part of your lifestyle. So anyways, I wanted to just touch on that. I could talk about that for another 10, 15 minutes, but I won't, but I'm going to touch on my five favorite tips. You know, I've been intermittent fasting for, you know, over seven, eight years now. And, uh, I wanted to just give you my favorite ones to make it, you know, effective and easier. So you can be a successful intermittent faster. And number one would be eating clean. Um, eating clean, uh, can, can mean a lot for different people. I would say eating whole foods that are satiating and what would that comprise of? I would say mainly if you can focus on protein and healthy fats and make that the sort of the staple of your meals that can go a long way. Um, you know, cooking in fat is such a great way to add it into your meals like, um, cooking in grass fed butter, uh, tallow, uh, ghee. Um, you know, if you want to do some avocado oil, 
um, I would, I would say those are, it's a great place to start and you're getting in healthy fats, um, that are satiating along with, you know, quality proteins, obviously if, if you could eat nose to tail, that would be great. Um, but I would say that, you know, wild caught fish is another one that's great to add in. I love adding in wild caught cold water fish. Um, this could be sardines, mackerel, anchovies. I actually throw an anchovies back into the mix and I, I actually enjoy them. I didn't think I liked them. And still, I just started doing this a few weeks ago and it's been great salmon, wild salmon and herring. Um, and the nice thing about those that I mentioned is, you know, other than maybe salmon can be quite expensive, but sardines, mackerel, anchovies, and herring very, um, you know, not heavy in the wallet. You don't have to spend a lot of money for wild wild herring, for example, which I love to have. And, um, may, I, I sometimes put that with some, um, sardines. So I know it sounds like an interesting mix, but it actually is very good. And then shellfish add in some shellfish, um, excellent source of omega threes. Um, and you're getting healthy mono unsaturated fats as well. You're also, I would say a big staple would be eggs. If you could get some good local certified humane pasture raised eggs, that would go a long way as well. You can also get goose, duck, quail, ostrich. Um, and then obviously red meat should be a staple. So, you know, just the bioavailability of the protein and the superior nutritional and fatty acid profile. Um, it's better than poultry. So I would say if you had to choose one or the other, add in that red meat, local 100% grass-fed grass finish would be ideal in most situations. Uh, and then buffalo, bison, elk, venison, lamb, feel free to add those in as well. Um, if you could add in salmon roe or some grass fed liver from time to time, that would be great. But I know that's not for everybody. Um, even some oysters when you get a lot of zinc and B12 levels as well. Um, so I would say that is a great place to start as far as eating. And when you eat clean like this, the goal is, you know, sort of control on hunger. I'm going to talk a little bit about that more, but you know, this is mainly low carb, I would say. Um, if you want to add carbs from time to time, that's fine. But the goal is really to get you into sort of this ketosis, you know, this metabolic state where you're running on fat. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you already know that, uh, but studies clearly show that these diets reduce hunger through, you know, a mechanism called ketones, which reduce hunger. Um, and also when you're going low carb, um, you know, low carb diets, higher in protein and fat, and even some fiber, if you want to add in some veggies. Um, to increase fullness um, and decrease these hunger hormones like ghrelin, ghrelin, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about in a bit. Uh, so that would be tip number one is eating clean. Tip number two would be staying busy. This I actually think for me a lot of times is, is, is the biggest one, just getting out, um, staying out of the kitchen, keeping busy with work, um, with sport or reading a book. Um, I think this is, makes fasting the easiest. If I'm going to do a longer fast, if I can stay busy, um, I could be a lot more effective in fasting. And I'm not, a lot of times it just makes it easier. Um, you're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about food. You're not thinking about your next meal. So staying busy, whatever that can be on your end. Um, you know, if you're going to start fasting, maybe find a day where you have a busy day of work. Um, cause if you're going to skip a meal, it's a lot easier if you're busy and your mind is not wandering on food. So that would be tip number two. Number three is start slow. Um, you know, since I <clears throat> been fasting, when I first started, I started pushing back breakfast just, uh, at a small pace, like an hour 
an hour. And I did that for a few days. So if you're eating, used to eating at seven, eight, eight, eight AM, maybe slowly push that back an hour. And once you get used to that, then go another hour. Um, you know, there's not a perfect science to this and, and everyone's a little bit different on their schedule and when their fasting times is, are going to be. But if you're going to, if your goal is to push, push back and skip breakfast, eventually, you know, you're going to want to, um, gradually get into that and your body will adapt and you'll eventually sooner, sooner rather than later, you're going to be like, Oh, I just skipped breakfast and I'm into lunch and you can have a nice satiating meal. Like I talked about before. So start slow, you know, it's not a race. Um, and you know, you'll get there, you'll get there. Everyone's a little bit different. Everyone goes at their own pace, but if you start slow, um, that's your best way to succeed as opposed to just going cold Turkey. I know some people who are good at doing that, but I would say majority people, you know, you want to sort of pace yourself and eventually you'll find the fasting window that fits well in your lifestyle and for your health goals. Number four, staying hydrated. Um, this is really important just in the sense that, you know, you're going to probably be eating less food when you're doing intermittent fasting. If you're going from three or four meals to two meals, let's say eventually, um, a lot of water you get is from foods and from vegetables and things like that. Um, so that for one reason is why you should be, um, you know, hydrating quite a bit. Um, and if you can hydrate with some water and some, you know, quality sea salt, that would be great. You could do mineral drops or else there's a lot of companies out there that have, um, you know, some type of electrolyte, um, you know, that has magnesium, calcium, sodium, things like that, that, uh, you know, you're not going to get from a lot of your foods per se, you know, you do want to salt your foods, but, um, you know, getting a mineral water, uh, there's tons of great mineral waters. Um, and they're great because they can supply you with these minerals that you're not going to be getting from, um, you know, a lot of your foods that you're eating. Um, you'll get some, but it's great to sort of add on to that because essentially this will help reduce hunger as well. Staying hydrated. A lot of times you think you're hungry, but you're actually just, you're thirsty, you're dehydrated. So, um, you know, maybe a lemon water in the walk in the morning, and then you can add on from there, but, you know, adding a, a pinch of sea salt and in your water can go a long way. So staying hydrated is a great tip. Um, and I would say that would be, um, something you just want to focus on, especially, you know, in the beginning when you might have more hunger cravings. And that actually leads to my last tip, which is riding out hunger waves. And, um, ghrelin is your hunger hormone. There's been some great studies done that show that you, you don't necessarily, if you're fasting for an extended period of time, you actually, those ghrelin levels don't continually go up, up and up. Um, uh, there's been some that shows, uh, ghrelin levels over like a 24 hour fast, they actually decrease. So actually eating nothing made you less hungry. You wouldn't think you think the longer you fast, the more hunger you get. And it, and that is just not true. So hunger is a learned response. You know, you're we're used to eating, let's say three, four, whatever meals per day. So we just begin to get hungry when it's time to eat. But, you know, that is just a learned response that you've had over time. You have to sort of relearn and become more intuitive with your eating. And that's why I love fasting because, you know, you, you'll, you'll start to be more in line with your hunger hormones and you'll realize that hunger just comes in waves. And after it passes, it like loses its power, if you would say. Um, so further, you know, it's been shown that ghrelin sp spontane spontaneously, excuse me, decreases independently of, 
you know, any serum, insulin, or glucose levels. So, you know, essentially eating more sometimes make you more hungry. It's almost like, you know, you go to a restaurant, they want you to have an appetizer because they know that's going to sort of get you going and you're going to want to eat more. Um, in the same way, eating less can actually make you physically less hungry. And I find this with myself as well. Um, and this takes some time, right? You might have some hunger cravings um, that are pretty strong early on. But again, you, if you go slow, you start to become in line with your, you know, tr what true hunger is, you'll realize that these, your hunger waves will come and go. And like I said, drinking water, mineral water, and if you want to add in a little bit of tea or some black coffee from time to time, that can help as well. Uh, maybe even some apple cider vinegar, which is uh, maybe I'll, that'll be my bonus tip, a little apple cider vinegar, you know, just a little bit and, and dilute that with water can help as well. So those are my top five tips. And I'll just recap really quick, staying busy, um, stay eating clean, stay eating clean, whole foods, staying busy, starting slow, staying hydrated and riding out those hunger waves. So I hope this helps and I appreciate you listening. Um, thanks so much. And I will talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, get lean, eat clean nation. Are you a man between the ages of 40 and 60 years old looking to lose inches around your waist? have significantly more energy throughout the day and gain muscle all while minimizing the risk of injuries? Well, I'm looking for three to five people to work one-on-one -on -one with in my Fat Burner Blueprint Signature Program, which I've developed by utilizing my 15 years experience in the health and fitness space. This program is designed specifically for those committed to making serious progress towards their health goals over the next six months. We will focus on sleep, stress, nutrition, meal timing, and building lean muscle. If this sounds like a fit for you, email me at brian at briangrin.com with the subject line blueprint. That's brian at briangrin.com with the subject line blueprint. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.